A good Nair Shabbos. We're about to begin. Bez is Hashem. Sheer number 40 in the Swarm of Zalpliskin, the Safer of Kindness. We talked last week about asking questions in an insightful way to yourself, would be a chesed to yourself, and asking these questions to others would be a chesed to others. It opens their minds and hearts um, and helps them. So one question that is valuable to ask yourself and to ask others is the question, what stops you? Meaning, what stops you from doing more for others? What stops you from holding you back from your potential? And if the answer to that question is that you just have limited resources of money or time or energy, and you would be more than happy to do more as soon as you have greater resources, then you're in a good place. But if the answer is, the honest answer is, is that there's a laziness there or there's a need for excess comfort or selfishness or not caring enough for others or not thinking about the issue whatsoever, that means there's a lack of sense of direction. And you need to learn how to develop more, to become a giver, to become a nicing, to become a mashpia. And this question of what is stopping you from doing more chesed is a question that if you ask it the right way and the recipient thinks about it the right way, it'll have them um, correct their, you know, whatever they need to correct and to become better at doing chesed and fulfilling their potential. So if you have friends, relatives, others that you know would like to do more than they're presently doing in many areas in their lives. Now, there could be there's real obstacles that are blocking them. Um, you know, if someone has real difficult financial trouble, they can't give as much seduk as they would like. And in some cases, they're really even not allowed, you know. But the idea is, is to be aware of these obstacles. Some of them could be overcome some in short term, some in long term. And once that happens and you help a person remove those obstacles, then it's a tremendous chesed. Now, if a person is stopped from doing positive things because of a lack of knowledge or a lack of information, then it's a tremendous chesed to give them that information and to give them that chesed. You may have that information yourself or you could consult someone that has that information. So, for example, someone is, 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 can't learn as well because has trouble sleeping and you do the research or you know about that issue and you give them the sound advice in how to work on getting enough sleep and so on and so forth. Or if someone is held back because they have a lot of fear or a lot of anxiety and you have the ability to alleviate that anxiety by showing the person that you know something I know you're afraid, or I know you're anxious, but what you want to do, what you're afraid of, and what, what you do is a lot easier than you think. You just take one step at a time, and you can overcome that fear and accomplish a lot. And that's also a chesed. You may be able to give a person so much encouragement that now he'll have the confidence to do what he was hesitant to do before. He would have more courage to do what he was nervous about from doing before. And you ask him, you know, you must have overcame certain fears to get you to the point where you are. 
How many times were you afraid to try something, but when you actually tried it, the fear diminished or even vanished at times? Or how did you cope with difficulties in the past? And you need and and you when you show your friend how he will benefit or she will benefit so much from what you're suggesting and how to overcome these obstacles and fears head on and not letting them get in the way, that is a tremendous chesed. And it starts with this question of what stops you? So one anecdote that Rizal Pliskin brings in his Sefer is as follows. I wanted to continue my studies, but because of financial pressures, I was unable to. A friend of mine tried to convince me that it would be in my best interest to start a study program. Now, to me, this was overwhelming, and I responded simply, I can't. And my friend asked me this question, what stops you? And I told him a number of reasons. When Once I heard the specific objections, he showed me how I could overcome each obstacle. And this pattern of calmly identifying the objections and dealing with them makes life tremendously successful. And I'm just one of the many people whose lives he has helped make more meaningful. So it's not when you ask a person what's stopping you or what are these obstacles, and they tell you what those obstacles are, of course you take it seriously. And you understand that those obstacles are real. But at the same time, you give that other person realistic ways how to overcome those obstacles. And that is a tremendous chesed. And then um, another chesed is motivation. To motivate people. Whether, you know, to, to, to become the best they can be. There's life-enhancing things and teachings in order to motivate a person in many areas in life. And um, when you want to motivate a person and you want to think about it, see, he has, Rebazel Peskin brings six concepts here. Number one, when you feel that something is the right thing to do, you will tend to do it. Number two, when you know clearly that it is wrong to do something, you will tend not to do it. So it's easy to rationalize and tell yourself that what you know is wrong isn't really wrong, but deep down you know it is wrong. And when you know when it's wrong not to do something, you tend to do it. Number, number three, when you will gain by from doing something, you will tend to do it. And when you number four is when you will lose out by not doing something, you will tend to do it. Number five, when doing something is pleasurable, you tend to do it. Number six, when doing something that is painful, you tend not to do it. So when you increase your chesed that you do, you're increasing the realization that it is the right thing to do, that you have a mission in life. And part of your mission in life is to do chesed for others. And it's not correct. Hashem gives you that potential to do chesed that you're capable of doing. And it is a misuse of your talents and your abilities when someone else is suffering and you, by your failure from doing this kindness, and you gain a tremendous amount spiritually and emotionally by doing acts of kindness. And the life of a person who, who does chesed for others is more fulfilling it's more meaningful, and you'll lose out by failing to do those acts. And when you want to motivate somebody else to do something, you need to show them that this is the right thing to do. It would be incorrect or wrong not to do it. You will gain by doing it. 
You will lose by not doing it. You will have pleasure from doing it. And you will really feel pain and dissatisfaction when you don't do it. And um, this is so true because very often chesed requires some effort. So it's a little bit, you're getting out of your comfort zone when you're helping someone or going out of your box in order to try to help somebody. So it's a little uncomfortable. You're getting out of your comfort zone. But once you do it, you know you'll feel tremendously good about it and you'll realize this is the right thing to do. And you need to sort of be creative in how to get yourself motivated to do those chasadim. So when you use these concepts that Rosalie Pliskin brings down here, number one and two is the difference between right and wrong. Number three and number four is the difference between what you would gain by doing something and lose by not doing something. And number five and six is the pleasure by doing something good and the pain by neglecting to do that. And by thinking along those concepts and you use them in a wise way, you can be a catalyst to help people do tremendous amount of chasadim. And again, that doesn't mean you discount it. In other words, if let's say you want to motivate somebody to become better and to fulfill their potential or to do more chesed, and that person responds to you about legitimate fears they have, or even if it's unrealistic fears, but they have those fears. So uh, you, you basically you need to, on one hand, be very compassionate to what they're saying. You don't discount it. You don't say, ah, that's nothing, you know, uh, uh, you know get real and grow up or anything like that in a mean way? Of course not. But what you could do is explain in a nice way and in a pleasant way, in a realistic way, is I know you're afraid of this. And you have you may have even valid points of what's holding you back. You know, like like if someone is in financial uh, difficulties, he can't give as much tzedakah as he would like to, but you could still nevertheless encourage him. Like another, one example would be a, a, a person that is so busy in his parnasa, and it's not his fault. He's an oinus, let's say. He really, uh, the pressure got thrown on him, and now he has to work a crazy amount of hours. He has no time to learn whatsoever. And I remember someone told me this, that he was meyayitz, this guy. He says, he says he can't even learn a word. And what he gave advice to this person is, you're right, you have no time right now, but you could... 90 seconds you could give, 90 seconds you could give. Learn a Mishnah in that 90 seconds. But take it seriously, because they eat them for that 90 seconds. What happened was, and that was something that was doable, even with his crazy, hectic schedule during the week. And what he found was, is that once he committed to do one Mishnah for the 90 seconds or the two minutes that he did it, what happened was, is he noticed, hey, you know something? I could add a Mishnah. And I can make the 90 seconds or two minutes into five minutes. And then the five minutes became 10 and the 10 became a half hour. And his schedule was still as hectic as it was. And yeah, he couldn't learn three hours a night, obviously, at that point. But he increased in his limanatayra to the best of his potential based on that. So that's an example of an advice that you could give. And we'll end off with an anecdote that he brings down. A person who is highly skilled and motivating people related as follows. I personally am motivated by the knowledge that what I am doing is the right thing. And when I try to motivate others, I tend to think about all the things I need to show them on how this is the right thing and they will run to do it. 
Reality has taught me that not everything works this way. And I now try to find many ways as possible that a person will benefit and gain from doing what I suggest. And I'm now able to motivate people I previously wasn't able to budge. So a lot has to do with approach. You don't give up trying. And the key is a combination of sensitivity as well as direction. Because again, if you discount what the person is telling you, I have obstacles, I'm overwhelmed, I can't do it, and you discount what they're saying completely, they won't listen, they won't be motivated. But So what you need to do is see some truth, which there is definitely truth to every person's anxiety or fear or lack of confidence. There's something there that's really blocking them. And you learn what that is and you encourage them and say, I know you're fearful or anxious. Try this anyway. Take the baby steps. This is just an example. Take the baby steps. You know, you have difficulty doing this chesed. I'm not saying you have to pick up the phone and now call 10 people and and be overly, but try one small thing. Pick up the phone once. How are you doing? What's going on? Um, visit, you know, whatever it is. And that's the way to encourage. So this year, basically, the question of what stops you is a tremendous chesed that you could do for somebody else to motivate them and to help them um, continue, you know, and to motivate them to do chesed. And it's a good question to ask yourself as well. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu help that all of us should use our potential to the fullest in the chesed that we do, and the chesed that we have the ability of doing to make this world a better place, to make Am Yisrael on a higher level. And Baruch Hashem, happy to say, Baruch Hashem, we see Mika Amcha Yisrael, Yutaka sees so much chasadim around. It's buried underneath the rug sometimes, and we neglect to see it. But tremendous chasadim are done for, for Eden, by Eden, to others, in many, many ways, and may that continue. And with that schos, we should be zeicha to be as a Mashiach, b'mheira v'yameinu, amen.